0: <تصفيق> الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد I بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ قَالَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى فِي كِتَابِهِ الْكَرِيمِ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا the one who is the one who is the one who is the one who is the <laughs> in today's khutbah, inshaAllah, I will talk about one of the key concepts which is part of our aqidah, which is the Jannah first. And inshaAllah try to link it to today's reality, the things which are happening around us. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah Al-Imran mentions, while I would be lahim in a shaitan regime, Wasariu Ida magofiratim mirabicum wajanatin arduha samawatu al ardu, rid that lil muttaqin. In this ayatul kareem, Allah Azza wa jal is reminding us and telling us, commanding us Wasariu. The race march forth mm-hmm. إلى مغفرة towards the forgiveness of your Rabb from Allah Azza wa and the Jannah seek Jannah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَجَنَّاتٍ عَرْضُهَا wal وَالْأَرْضِ The Jannah which is as wide as the heavens and the earth which is prepared for the muttaqin, the righteous one, the one who follow the commands of Allah Azza wa And when this ayah was recited among, in front of the sahaba, even sahaba were wondering about how big the jannah was. We're talking about the distance between the earth and the heaven. That's the jannah at another place. The Hadith of Rasulullah when he talks about the distance between the two jannat of Allah wa ta'ala, is mentioned as that this is, this says ما بين مَا بين wal والارض that that the, the the how big is one Jannah is as the difference between or the distance between the jannah, the heavens and the earth. This is on between each levels. And Allah عز و has said, Rasulullah s.a.w. mentioned that when you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about the Jannah, ask for the highest one. فَإِذَا سَأَلْتُمُ اللَّهُ al الْفِرْدَوْسِ When you ask Allah, as for the Jannah, for those, فَإِنَّهُ أَوْسَتُ الْجَنَّةُ al الْجَنَّةُ And this is the best Jannah, this is the highest level of the Jannah. So here another interesting thing in is hadith is mentioned. Allah Subh'ana, Rasulullah is mentioning the Jannatul Firdaus as Awsatul jannah. Many a times we hear the word awsat or wasata and we think of it as this is something middle or mediocre. That's not what it means. Awsat means the best. It is the best. Similarly so when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the ummatul Muhammad Alika ja Allahum ummatun Wasata. That Allah has made us Ummatun Wasata, the best Ummah, the Ummah that provides the justice to the mankind. So we should not undermine this word. many a times, I have seen that this has been misunderstood. So Rasulullah told us that when we ask for the Jannah we make, du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ask for the best Jannah. The highest level of the Jannah. It is similar to the Another Ayah in Surah al-Hadid. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, raise one another in hastening towards forgiveness from your Rabb, and paired at the Jannah, the width, whereas is of the width of the heavens and the earth. This is how big the Jannah is. But today, the society that we are living in. In the time we are living in, people are racing to get, who can get the bigger house? Who can get a better, the most expensive car? And all those things, think of it. How big of a house a person can live in? You can live in a mansion. You can live in a palace. You are still on the earth. You can become the ruler of the whole country. That country is still part of the earth. You can rule over the whole world. You're still much, much, much smaller than Allah is promising in the shape of the Jannah for us. And He's talking about whatever is between heavens and the earth, this is the width of the Jannah. And talking about one Jannah. So when we think of the Jannah, this is what we think of it. The pleasure that Allah Azza wa Jalla is going to give it to us. And even whatever we can gain in this this dunya, which is a deception. We know that we are going to lose it. We know we are not going to live forever in this dunya. We know the hadith of Rasulullah that whenever somebody dies, and people take the funeral to their grave, three things follow him. And two of them return except one stays with him. The three things that follow him, on his family, his wealth, and his deeds. And after the burial is completed, family returns, whatever wealth he made in this dunya goes away from him. The only thing that leaves with him is the, is his deeds. And that's what is going to make us enter into Jannah by the rahmah, with the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's what we should be working for. And this is what gives us hope for our betterment if we do not have this belief in the Jannah there's no belief in the life hereafter then there is no concept of right and wrong there is no concept of right and wrong why would you even worry about right and wrong if there is no accountability afterwards if you don't think of the accountability after life then you will do whatever pleases you whatever can gain you in this dunya whatever you you want And whatever is benefiting you at certain time, you consider that is right for you to do it. And that's what's causing the miseries today in the world. And this is why I want to to talk about the Jannah first before I go into the subject that really triggered me to talk about the Jannah. The the incident that happened over the last weekend as one of the reports mentioned by CNN, more than 230 people fatally shot over the weekend. Uh, to be exact, it was 233. At least that's the number they collected as of now because the people who were injured, not necessarily all of them going to make it. But the one we know of, over the weekend, this long weekend, 230 pe- 33 people died. 618 people were injured by the way this number was lower than last year so don't think this number was big and this is lower by about 26% not even a smaller percent and this is the case every year is happening this is the case not only 4th of July this is but through the shooting that, that that happened by the way I'm only talking about shooting 233 people killed, 618 were injured. Last year, 314 were killed. And 751 were injured. And this is not only 4th of July. Why am I mentioning this? Go pick up the newspaper for any long weekend. Any long weekend. Labor Day weekend is around the corner. Halloween is all around the corner. 25th of December is around the corner. New Year's is around the corner. Pick up the news from previous years. You will find similar kind of things happening. It is because of the hopelessness that has been created among the people. The hopelessness the society has created that is causing people to go to that extent of taking each other's lives. One of the most precious things that we can have. On the other hand, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us, Verily, really your Lord is full of forgiveness for mankind in spite of their wrongdoings. And Allah, verily, really is your Rabb, the one who is severe in punishment of what, but He is Ghafur Rahim as well. The society we are living in, in the capitalistic society, capital is the biggest thing. If you have capital, then you are a big shot. If you don't have capital, you can be the most mutaqi on the earth, but the way the people will deal with you, they will look down at you, because you don't have wealth. They will dictate you, even though you could be the most knowledgeable in the deen, because they have wealth, they will dictate you what part of deen you will be teaching, what part of deen you will not be teaching. This is how the capitalism works where the deen is dictated over the people, what part of religion you're going to follow, what you're not going to follow. And that is causing all sorts of hopelessness among the people. And that is resulting into not only the shooting I'm talking about on 4th of July, weekend. Look how many of the things that we already know of, whether it's the police brutality, happening around the years, many years, slavery, Look at the 39.7 million people in the United States who live below poverty level, which is about 40 million people. And then you show them the very same 40 million people, you continuously bombard them with the culture of Hollywood, Beverly Hills, NBA, NFL, how these players are living their life and creating... A sense of haves and haves not. And they've changed that to okay, no, you're going to have, so live with the hope of you're going to have which you will not have. This is how that the discrepancy between the people have been created. There's a household debt over the people is about thirteen point three trillion dollars, which is the number I'm giving you is from twenty eighteen. We know how much of sexual abuse is happening. One in five girls who go to the college get raped in the United States in lifetime. Alcohol is a norm. From the kids' age, at the age of 8, 9, 10, 11, they have been exposed, they have tried it to a certain extent. This is the society we are living in. This is what the, 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 the problem that is causing in the society. On top of it, because of the man-made laws that have been created. The man is the one who is deciding what is right and wrong. And they are taking the waswasa or the whispers of shaitan and coming up with the system of life. That is causing all sorts of problems Allah Azza wa Jal mentions. ya'idukum al wa ya'murukum bil Shaitan threatens the man by the poverty and commands them to do the fahsha indecent actions wallahu يُعَيْدُكُمْ مَغْفِرَةً minhu wa fadlan wallahu عَلِيمٌ and Allah subhanahu ta'ala is giving us the wa'id giving us the hope giving us the g- 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 telling us the promise of his maghfirah and his fadl his blessing and Allah subhanahu ta'ala is all sufficient to his creatures and he is all knowing this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us. This is the message Allah has given us about when it comes to hopelessness. But on the other side, the current society, what it produces, when the people become hopeless, they don't feel like they can excel in their lives. They don't see themselves as they can get out of the debts that they're in. They don't see that they can be as successful as what the media is promoting. And then there is an imbalance of people's needs being fulfilled. There are people whose needs are so much fulfilled that they die and they get diseases because of over-fulfillment of their needs and desires. On the other hand, we find there's a there, 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 there number of people in the world, which is one, when we talk about the world, is one of the numbers is by WHO that talks about 25,000 people die on a daily basis because of hunger. 25,000. If we are spending about an hour for this gathering, that means that over one, within an hour, over 1,000 people, while we are sitting here discussing and having the khutbah and the salah, over 1,000 people would die because of hunger. <laughs> and subhanAllah, the similar number of people and higher probably are dying because of obesity, because of overeating, because of many of the over fulfillment of the desires, whether it's food, whether it's sex, whatever it is, is causing the diseases and the people are, more people are dying because of that. That's the reality of the system that we are living in. That's the reality that causes the 4th of July weekend shootings. It's not some random thing is happening. My brothers, it's not a random thing that it has happened in just Chicago. As the report says, about 18 people were killed in Chicago over the weekend. And about 30 plus died in New York. And you find here and there, all across the United States, you find that people were killed during the shooting or injured. So it's not a random act that is happening here and there, or some people, few individuals went crazy. It seems like it's a systemic issue that's happening. And my brothers, if we are talking about a systemic issue, then there has to be a systemic solution there has to be a systemic solution, and we are, as Muslims, we have the solutions for all these mess that we are seeing, and today it's not only what we talk about the 4th of July shooting, that many people died, it's the mankind at, at risk, it's the mankind at, at risk. The way it was at, at risk. Previously, when Allah subhanahu wa taala sent Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, as Allah subhanahu wa taala has mentioned, "If you were enemies, He brought love between your hearts. So you became His beloved brothers, and you were Allah subhanahu wa taala is reminding how Allah brought the love between your hearts. That love that ended up incidents like in a battlefield when four of the Sahaba, they were injured and somebody took the water to the first one. He is at the, uh, he's about to die and he's thinking about his brother now. Please give the water to my other brother. And when the water was taken to the other brother, he said take it to the other, another, one, and the, and the another one. And by the time he gets to the third or fourth, he was already passed away, he was already martyred. And then when he returned to the first one, first one was also martyred and all of them were martyred because they want to take care of each other on top of their life, at the stake of their life even. And today, people are taking each other's lives? For the mayor sometime, a cell phone? Or just to take the wallet from somebody? Or whatsoever they are after? Or even just the distress that they are in, they end up shooting each other. As the hadith of Rasulullah mentioned this very clearly, the shooting that we are talking about, it's not necessarily all of them are targeted shooting. Could be some of them are targeting targeted because of gang fight or because of the dispute between two people. But why is it happening only on these long weekends? That's something that we have to think about. Because every weekend, long weekend, people are thinking, of, oh now I have time to relax. And they realize there is no relaxation. The system is not providing the time for us to really relax. It is continuously sucking the blood from the people. And it will continue to happen until we bring the, bring the, 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 the command of Allah Subh'anaHu to be established. Rasulullah says, So Rasulullah, Rasulullah, Rasulullah is taking, saying the sword or Qasam by Allah Subh'anaHu Ta'ala, whose hand is in my soul. لَيَاتِيَنَّ The time will, will come. The time will come when the one who has killed, killer, he would not know why did he kill. And the one who's killed, murdered, he would not know why was he murdered. Go pick up these numbers 233. Ask those family members who have lost their loved ones. Many of them will tell you they have no idea where the bullet came from or why the bullet came from. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this message of mercy. That can take the people out of this misery that they are living in. And unfortunately, the very same misery, now we are also facing in our communities as well. Because when we start adopting the same life, lifestyle, we start seeing the similar things. It's not long ago, what happened in Allen, Texas, we know. When two brothers, they took, they, because of whatever stress that they were going through, ended up killing their own families, Muslim brothers. And then they killed each other, themselves as well. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that we have the message that can bring the justice for the mankind, Allah ta'ala says, "Ya amanu, Who you will believe stand out firmly for Allah Azza wa Jail as just witness, and let not the enmity and hatred of others make you avoid justice. This is what Allah Azza wa Jalla is telling us. This is an obligation on us. Our obligation is not just to take care of the family, to come to go to the parts of the world where we can make the living and forget about that there is an obligation Allah has placed on us. There will be no more messenger, we know that. There is no messenger after Muhammad This task of saving the mankind through the message of Allah is on our shoulders. Don't undermine this heavy weight that Allah has put on our shoulders. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us the one who can take this job and deliver to the mankind. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir and sirah are available at IslamPodcasts.com